The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Raider Nation! Wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. This is Lincoln Kennedy, and today's date is January 10th, 2023. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind, presented by MGM Rewards. Uh, well, boy, it's a tough pill to swallow when it's all said and done, huh? Raider Nation, it's, um, first of all, let me back up and say it's it's been a pleasure to have you join me every week, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this uh, the, this little segment, that this little point that I get to make and little ranch I get to go on after games, most games. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, because I certainly have. I enjoy talking football. It's the backbone of everything I've done. I especially enjoy talking the Raiders. And so to have this little time with you has been special. Now, I know the season didn't end up where we wanted it to end up. I get that. Trust me, I, I really do. Um, but there were some positives that we can we can take from it. You know, every... Every good team that I played on had had a start, and um, the Raiders need a, need 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 some help in a couple places. But you know, we had three standout stars this week, and we can talk a little bit about them. First of all, let's let's take our hat off to Josh Jacobs. You know, here's a young man that came from Alabama, came out early, and I thought was a good thing because traditionally it's been thought that. Nick Saban running backs coming out of Alabama don't have a lot of longevity in the league without having a lot of injuries. Play sporadic. Now, I say there, there are some guys that are, you know, kind of break that mold, if you will. But for the most part, we saw how the first three years treated Josh. And when the Raiders finally got the idea, hey, let's have running back by committee, let's spare him a little bit, um, he began to excel. And so you, you you think back to the beginning of the season before the Raiders even went to training camp and you heard the news that the Raiders didn't pick up the option for him well, for his fifth year. As a first rounder, it leaves him to the possibility of being a free agent after the season. And I think back to that first game, the Hall of Fame game, watching how hard he ran. I've seen flashes of it. Let's say the biggest sort of you know, criticism, if you will, was the fact that, you know, he couldn't stay healthy through a season. Now, he had gotten better over the years. He'd gotten stronger and better over the years, and they've been played more and more games. But, you know, there was there was that thought out there that he might not be good. And here's the thing. It's unfortunate, but it's just business as well, mostly. When a, a new coach comes in, he's not tied to those draft choices before him. This roster has been turned over so many times. I said it all season long during the games with Jason Horowitz, my play-by-play guy on Raider Nation Radio. I said, this team hasn't learned how to win together. This team doesn't know how to play together. You know, this this is something that, you, you, you know, for me, I came here as a transplant from another team. I was a former first-round pick. There were other guys that came over from other teams. You know, Rich Gannon, Charlie Garner. But there were also plants that were here. Tim Brown was already here. You know, Steve Wisniewski was already here. You know, we had to fine tune it. It wasn't it wasn't built overnight. 
We didn't start winning overnight. It didn't happen that, that quickly. So I go back to Jacobs, and, and, and I also mentioned this for the rest of the guys. I go back to Jacobs, and I watched him run with a passion this year. Run with a passion, a, a fury. There were times where the offensive line didn't even block the intended place where the hole was supposed to be. He was making cuts in the backfield, still trying to fall forward. So to me, you know, if that doesn't call out, of course, you talk about the awards and you talk about the numbers and how he you know, led the NFL for a while and, and all the stuff that went on, you know, for me, there's no question that he should be a part of the future. He's earned that right. Because you've, you've asked guys to show me that you want to be here. And I think he's done that. He's one of the few guys that has done that. With that being said, you know, congratulations to Josh Jacobs. And the awards are still piling in. So, you know, we won't have a chance to reflect until everything is said and done. Postseason awards and everything else. And, you know, for me, moving, you know, moving forward, it's good to have stability at the running back. Josh Jacobs has shown that he wants to develop. That shows he's shown he wants to be a Raider, has learned how to block web better, pick up blitzes, understand the system better. He's done all that, you know, just one year in the system, this particular system, you know, he's uh, shown that he can catch out of the backfield. He, he didn't do a lot of it in college, but he has the ability that's made him stronger and physical. And more important, he's shown that he could be a good open field runner. And he's he's impressed me. So, you know, I tip my hat to him. Congratulations. Good job, Josh Jacobs. Keep up the good work. I'm proud of you. And of course, he put himself in the Raider running back, you know, Hall of Fame, if you will. Yeah, he's up there with the prestigious company guys like Marcus Allen and so on and so forth. So it's not a whole lot up there, a whole lot you know to be talked about. So many greats wore the silver and black that it's hard to just you know isolate one and say, oh well, he was the greatest. So this is what you know. We all know how good Marcus Allen was. We also know how good Bo Jackson was in a short term career, and others, you know, Kenny King and all the rest of them, the the lore that goes back through the years of the, of the Raiders. And then also an offense is Devontae Adams. You know, I, I, I have to be honest. I didn't watch. I, I heard of him, obviously, when he was with Green Bay. And I knew what the numbers were. But I didn't watch a lot of Green Bay football. I didn't watch a lot of Adams when he was away from the Raiders. And I heard the speculation when he was approaching free agency, how there might be a chance that he would come because he had history with Derek Carr. And so when I, when I saw the move happen, I'm like, good. They've got their star receiver. And he has been fun to watch. There have been so many times you couldn't see it because it's been on radio where my jaws just dropped. I'm like in awe. I'm like, wow, he made that catch? Still able to get his feet down? Amazing, amazing job this season. And, you know, what else can I be said when you just have to watch the film? Turn on the film, watch the game. Every game, there's something spectacular. There's a spectacular catch where you think about it like, did he get his feet down? Did he really get his feet down? And and I think he brought out the best of the other receivers, you know, we you didn't have an extended receiver base. You know, when Hunter Renfro was down, you know, we saw at times how good Hunter Renfro could be, but it just is his body size and he takes some hellacious hits. But, you know, you, you, you see what he's, he's brought out of the other receivers. He's made them better. And that's what you want. You know, I was, a fo- I was fond of Zay Jones. I like what Zay Jones was. Hell, I was fond of Nelson Aguilar when I had him. You know what I mean? But everybody can't be the primary. Everybody can't be the main two. So they're going to have to find out ways, creative ways moving forward, how to get him the football because he is exciting to watch. 
and uh, and more importantly, he's he's a, he's a great receiver. I use this word lightly because he passed up my teammate Tim Brown for this season yards and catches. You know, and I was playing on Tim when he when he broke that record. Both of them, ninety seven and ninety nine. So it's something special. It's something special to watch and moving forward. We'll see how things are. But I, I'm glad they acquired him. Really happy to see him. And now when you go on the other side of the ball, you want to talk about Max Crosby. To me, Max Crosby is the defensive player of the year. And and I've, you know, I, I've covered Khalil Mack. I've seen some great ones. I, the the year that he had, the plays that he made for the tackle for loss, you show shows how driven he was. And how badly he wanted to create to this team. And so, you know, he's another one I, I tip my hat off to because he's another one that had a tremendous year. And he's, he's, he's come forward as a leader, been a leader on and off the field, speaking up for this team, speaking up for this organization is what we need right now. A.J. Cole, Carlson, played their tails off, did their part of special teams. Look, we're not there yet. When people came to me this season and said, oh, we're a championship caliber team, look, the jury's still out. Because I had to see some some of the little things. The inconsistencies really hurt the Raiders. Really hurt the Raiders. Collectively, they hurt the Raiders. So, you know, when you watch this year and you go through it game by game, you're left, you know, putting your hands over your head and putting your hands over your eyes. Oh my gosh, how can you make that? You know, show times where you could score, show times where you can move the ball, just couldn't finish games. And that's what the Raiders need to have to have to learn how to do. And it's not just the players, coaches. Coaches coach, players play. You know, everybody has their part. This is one of the greatest team games because everybody has their part. And, and, and so you see small pieces ready to help you win, preparing to help you win. Now you have to build around it. As we progress, we're going to talk about what this team needs. You know, where should they go? Free agency, draft. They'll have their full conglomerate of picks. They'll have money to spend. But they're going to need to make plays. They're going to have to go out there and get some guys. Get some players that take them to the next level. And his coaching staff is going to have to look within itself, self-reflect. What did I do wrong? What can I do better? Heck, even me, I got to evaluate myself. I, I, I get self-evaluation. I got people you know, going to evaluate me. Sometimes they think I'm, I'm a little too critical. I've never thought I was too critical. Don't get your feelings hurt. You can't be thin-skinned in this game. But this is a performance-based business. And if you don't perform up to the par, you got to go. Got to move on. We don't know what the future holds because it's too soon. But we'll see within the next couple of months. We'll get an idea. And during that time, I'll do my best to share every part of information with you, Raider Nation, because I appreciate you. I appreciate you tuning in. So hang in there. I know it's tough. Trust me. I had to talk about them every game. <laughs> and I was worn out. But we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Raider Nation, love you. This is Lincoln Kennedy. This is The Morning Grind, presented by MGM Rewards. I'm out. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the Raiders Podcast Network.